ad-libs. Lydia, why did you just bark? I didn't! Um, hey, hey. guys! <laughs> Welcome, y'all! <laughs> <laughs> this silence is <laughs> Deafening. Well, we have a guest today, guys. Yeah, we have... Introduce yourself. Try to guess who it is. Wait, yeah. Okay, so we'll give you three hints. Um, it's Heather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's your hint. Um, two more hints. It's Heather. <laughs> and one more hint. It's Heather. Uh, so, Heather, how are you? Introduce I'm, yourself. I'm doing pretty good. I'm nervous. Why? This is the first time I've ever been on a podcast. Oh, wow. All right, well... Let's just jump right in. Yeah. With our ghost story. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, today we saw a ghost. Yeah. It was very scary. Okay. So we were in Heather's car. And... We were going to the movie theater to see a movie, which we will talk about. Yes. Later. We will be doing a film review. Yes. So get excited. Get... Get pumped. We'll give you three clues. (laughs) Um... Puss? In... (laughs) Boots. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. Um, so we were in Heather's car. And... You know, I can't drive, so Heather and Liberty were picking me up because I'm incapable. But we were leaving my house to head to the theater, and you guys, you were, you guys were in the front seat, so you you tell us your experience. Yeah. Eyewitness encounter. <laughs> there was this child on the sidewalk with an umbrella. It was raining today, so the umbrella made sense. But this child was like waving the umbrella at all the cars. Like, like, it, like, if he was trying to go fishing for cars with an umbrella, yeah, it he was, was like swinging it. And then he opened the umbrella, and oh, I thought it was. I thought oh, it was open. The whole oh time. no, yeah, it was already open. Okay, but then he charged at our car. Yeah, as I was turning, and he ran at us. Yeah, and he ran at the car and then swung yeah. the umbrella, <laughs> yeah. and then we had to we had to make a little U turn because. Anyways, um, (laughs) and then we thought he was following us, but when we finally got back out to where we had initially turned in, he was nowhere to be seen. No. Just absolutely nowhere. Literally gone. Yeah. He He wasn't down the street. He wasn't up the street, by the street, near the street. He was nowhere. (laughs) Under the street, over the street. Nowhere. No. Yeah. He, so we're convinced that it was a ghost child from another time. Yeah. The time being maybe circa 2006. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think it was like a printed, like there was like an animal print on that umbrella, wasn't there? Uh, no, it no. was gray. Oh. Oh. <laughs> maybe I'm colorblind, who knows? You're well, colorblind. it was a, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not colorblind. But it was a bluish gray. Yeah. It was a bluish gray. It, it could also have been tinted because it was very foggy and wet and Bad Reading, yeah. yeah, but believe it or not, this is not my first ghost encounter. It's not. No. Um, FFR. <laughs> well, there was this one time when I was driving with a friend in my car, and we thought we saw someone crossing the street, but there was no one there. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we were just tired that day. Maybe. Maybe. You know, you said ghost story, and I really thought about the boat. <laughs> and I don't know guys, why there was no ghost on that boat. You guys will find out what the yeah. boat means in a later episode. Yeah, the boat the boat story is one for another day where more we get guests. sorry if I more, more we guests. will have the we'll entire have the boat entire crew. Cast. Can we do it on the anniversary? 
That's a long time. Long that time. is a long time from now. Um, we can't maybe. tease it in January. And <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we can't tease it in January and release it in July. <laughs> Coming soon. soon. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who's to say? Who's to say? But yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've seen a ghost somewhere ever. Well, McCool's is haunted. Haunted. Yeah, supposedly. Never You've never been to McCool's? You've lived here? How long? And you've never I've been, been there to McCool's? Once, I think, but it was like middle school. Yeah, because we went together. Yeah, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, wait, I, I think I was like, there with you. I was like, I'm pretty sure we've gone. Yeah, that was the only time I've been to McCool's. Yeah, because apparently it was like a, like a way state or a stop station on, like a train station. No, 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 like on some sort of like, it might have been the Underground Railroad, but don't quote me on that. I don't know. I know at some point, I, a few years ago, I went on a little ghost tour of our town <laughs> with my dad, and they said that that street, Broad Street, there was a massacre of, like, oh. 50 people there. Oh. Yeah. So, like, that's supposed to be haunted. Apparently, all three floors of the McCool's Theater are haunted. Oh. Intriguing. Wow. Terrifying. And then I had my quince there a few months later, and I was terrified. <laughs> no. Well, I've been, like, because I've done shows up in the McCool's Theater, that place feels wonky. I didn't like it, yeah. Yeah, it feels weird. Yeah. Like, when you're in there, I feel like the McCool's restaurant part of it doesn't feel as weird, but the theater part of it definitely has weird vibes. And just, like, it's always cold. Mm-hmm. There's always a draft. Like, maybe that's because I'm only there in the winter. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. Even when I'm there for other things, I feel like there's always, like, a draft. Mm-hmm. and always just like if you've ever been back in the dressing rooms it's just funky but maybe that's because it's old I don't know I wasn't in the dressing rooms I was on the when I had to wait for my quince I was on the second floor and we just went over mm-hmm. and dance and stuff mm-hmm. we weren't really doing anything mm-hmm. so but yeah it's definitely an interesting place in there yeah definitely <sighs> yeah. I I don't know if it was a ghost but one time it was a weird encounter I had. Encounter is a strong word, but whatever. <laughs> so I was at my old house, like right before this house, and it was like I've, I've like I've had insomnia for many a year, and it was at like three forty-five in the morning or something, three thirty, three thirty, three forty-five, and no one else was awake. I know that I hadn't heard steps in a long time, and I have a dog and I have a cat, but my cat was in the basement. And my dog was in my parents' room because she favors everyone but me. Um, So she would sleep with my dad in my parents' room, and they just had the door closed. And I was awake, honestly about to go to bed. And all I heard, my door was closed, but all I heard was like a, like a, on (laughs) on my door or like at the foot of my bed. I don't know, but it was very, very odd. And I didn't like it. And then I think that night as well, earlier, I was on FaceTime with my friend. And I went downstairs to get a snack or something. And I left my phone in my room. And I come back and my friend was like, is your, like, dog or your cat in your room? And I was like, no, why? And she's like, something black just, like, flew across the screen. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, out of nowhere. And then, like, the screen went black for, oh. like, a second. And I was like, oh, yeah, wow. nope, nothing was in my room. I don't know what that was. 
but it's not even like it could be like like a fly or something. Yeah. She was like it was like bigger. Wow. But who knows? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I was terrified that night. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go to bed. Yeah, it's always weird because I feel like technology can like just like not Glitch function out sometimes. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like sometimes it's like too the timing's too weird for it to just be a malfunction. Yeah, but. I don't know. Do you guys believe that <laughs> this is so off a topic? Do you guys think dogs can see ghosts? Yes. Yeah. I do. I I don't know. I've never ha- I only have had cats. Mm-hmm. So you're I a don't dog know- hater? No. Oh gosh, no. Don't accuse <laughs> me of these things. Canceling Heather live on our podcast. Heather hates dogs. I do not you hate dogs. Here first. I love dogs. I love all animals. But you're only it's not strange. You're only- no, I love cats. I love dogs. I love all animals. Um, it's just weird to think. Like, it's along the lines of, like, shrimp can see colors that you can't. I don't want to think about oh, yeah, the fact. That, like, that, yeah. I was yeah. going to say brand of shrimp. No, that species of shrimp. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to think about the fact that, like, a dog could see something I can't. Because yeah. I interact with dogs a lot more than I interact with shrimp. <laughs> I'd hope so. I love shrimp. I, I don't like seafood. <laughs> I love shrimp. Anyways. Continue. <laughs> no, that's just I. Oh. I don't want to think about the fact that if dogs could see ghosts, that's like that messes with my mind too much. Yeah. I well, because I believe in ghosts. And, yeah, I also, and demons and stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, but I think like the kids and like pets can see things that we can't really, or they're more susceptible to it. Yeah, I feel like that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but. God, I hope I've never seen a ghost as a kid. <laughs> well, my cousin, we're pretty sure my aunt's house is haunted. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to preface this by saying that my one aunt can never find out about this. <laughs> so I hope she doesn't podcast. listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, my one aunt's house is haunted. And we are convinced because apparently, it, first of all, it used to be a funeral home. Mm. Second of all, there definitely this, <laughs> and this had made the news. An older couple was living there and the wife had either dementia or Alzheimer's or something and her husband was taking care of her and it was just getting really really hard and he shot her shot himself or no he shot her called their daughter and was like hey call an ambulance to the house and then shot himself oh my god um like in the kitchen and I found out about this at Thanksgiving oh my god what wonderful Thanksgiving talk (laughs) yeah I asked my fault um some families so, fight about politics. <laughs> no, we tell yeah. those stories. Yeah. <laughs> and my aunt's telling me the story, and she's like, yeah, uh, I think the woman's name was Josephine. And like, we know Josephine's still with us, because my oldest cousin, when she was a baby, had an imaginary friend that completely fit the description of Josephine, oh, wow. and like, completely interacted with her. And she hasn't seen, my cousin hasn't seen Josephine in a while, because she's obviously older now, mm-hmm. but... That. I hate kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate yeah. that. I have my own little story, though. Mm-hmm. So, my house, the one that I currently live in, that you are both seated in, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's haunted, but I have had some weird, funky feelings here sometimes. So, when we were moving in, um, we were taking tours and everything, and they said that, like, oh, like... It was a grandmother, a mom, and then her two kids. And the grandfather had died a few years ago. And I now I don't know if it was in the house or some other time, 
But when we were taking tours of the house, I remember going out to the garage just because we have a sunroom. And I remember seeing a Ouija board. And I was like, ooh, get that thing away from here. Mm. And so I was like, they better take that because I do not want to see that here. And so this I recently just found out about. But, um, or this next part. But I, my room, I am not afraid of the dark. But you know how sometimes it's like a corner of your room you don't want to look at if it's dark? I have a corner of my room that I, for whatever reason, if it's dark, I hate looking over there. I don't like it. And it sucks because my bed is, like, kind of angled towards it. But I just don't like looking at it. It just feels like, I don't know, it's just, it's darker than the rest of the corners, which Mm -hmm. is weird because a window is right next to it. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's creepy. And I was talking about this with my dad because we were talking about ghost stuff. And my dad had said that a few years ago my mom she was, I don't know what, well, it was when I had just moved in. And so she was sitting at home, and I think she was alone or something, but she was sitting in the living room watching, or she was on her phone or she was doing something, but the TV was off. And, you know, if there's like a, a flat screen and it's off, it turns into like a reflective surface pretty much. And so she looked up at the TV just for a second, and behind her she saw like a male silhouette oh. in like a, what, she couldn't really make out any colors or anything because it's like a black TV. But he had like a hat on, like a wide-brimmed hat, and he was just standing behind her. And mm-hmm. she turned around, and he just was not there. Mm-hmm. And she looked back at the TV, and he wasn't there either. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, that is terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. And like, he told me that, and I've like, I've gone down like the rabbit holes of like sleep paralysis stuff, like the what is it like the shadow man or whatever that yeah. a lot of people see in their sleep paralysis yeah and it's like wide hat mm-hmm. like just random man standing mm-hmm. there at the foot of their bed and so i heard that from my dad and i i don't get chills often or really at all but he told me that and i literally had a chill run down my body and yeah. i was like ew why would you ever tell me that <laughs> like it's horrible yeah that's terrifying yeah i can't that's so I, scary. I am not allowed to mess with Ouija boards. My dad, yeah. he said, if you ever, he was like, if you ever bring a Ouija board home, first of all, no, don't yeah. do that. Like, you will be kicked out of the house for that. <laughs> and he was like, if you ever mess with Ouija board somewhere else, do not come home. And I was like, okay. Ever? Message, just like, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. I don't want to mess with a Ouija board. Yeah. yeah, that's valid. First of all. And it's not, if I, I just won't find out. Yeah. If I, like, watch videos on, like, YouTube, like, there was, I forget who it was, but a, a few years ago, I'd, like, watch, um, stuff, like, watch videos, and this girl, like, had a Ouija board, and she would, like, go to haunted locations, supposedly, mm-hmm. and, like, use the Ouija board, and it's, like, I literally would have to pause the video, because I would get too creeped out, and I'd have to be, like, huh, all right, <laughs> like, yeah. you'd, like, gain the confidence to, like, play the video again, but mm-hmm. it was, I can't get behind Ouija boards, I don't like it. It's, like, that one episode of Demi's show where they like are ghost hunting and they start seeing a skyscraper. What? You guys have never seen this? No. no. Oh. Well, um, <laughs> I will show it to you after. Okay. And I'll also link it in the Reddit <laughs> so that no one else thinks I'm making this up. Uh, but yeah. They have like their own like ghost hunting show. I think. Or maybe oh, I made that up. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I know what you mean. When they were singing to the ghosts? Yeah. I thought you meant 
uh, so they're so random. <laughs> and like that was a ghost def- show. <laughs> no, and like I thought you meant it was on so random when this happened, and there was like a little segment where they got like other people and they were ghost hunting, and then they all started singing sky <laughs> skyscraper, and I was like. When did this happen? Didn't. Yes, I do know about the sky, uh, about the singing to the ghosts. Though. <laughs> I was like, wait. no, I I do think that like um, when kids have imaginary friends, I think it is them like seeing ghosts. Yeah, I don't think it always is. I think sometimes it is just mm-hmm. an imaginary friend. But yeah, I would not be surprised if more kids' imaginary friends were ghosts. <laughs> were ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because like. I've always, I don't remember having an imaginary friend. Like, I don't think I ever had one. But maybe that's because my house isn't haunted. I think my sister had an imaginary dog. (laughs) So true. Mm -hmm. I don't think it... I don't think was that I have. <laughs> no, There's some suspicious that. noises <laughs> in this room. Well, it is also an unfinished basement, but you yeah. know. Um, I don't think I had an imaginary friend. I didn't have friends, but <laughs> real or imagine? No, either. Oh, look how so far sorry. you've come, though. Yeah, thank look God. how far. I got friends. Now. Look at us. <laughs> thank goodness. Look at us. Yay. Yeah. I don't think I had an imaginary. I hope I didn't have an imaginary friend. Yeah. It's actually terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the chills. Well, I think it's a bit weird that they kind of just create this person out of nowhere and have conversations with this person, and it's like. Oh, that's just kids being kids. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that... Like, kids I are get funky, it. honestly. Yeah. But kids, like, they talk to their stuffed animals and, like, dolls. I still talk so. to my stuffed animals. <laughs> well, yeah, but, me like, too. <laughs> well, I feel like with stuffed animals, it's a bit different because it's an object and yeah. you can see, that you can see and you can touch and you can feel. So, like, adding the, like, voice part of it, like, isn't that far of a reach, but I feel like... Seeing. If they're just staring at the wall and they're they're saying that their little friend Sally is talking with them, like that's yeah. yeah. But I think also maybe it's them like trying to grapple with like their inner monologue. Maybe yeah. So I don't know. Speaking of inner monologues, people that don't have literal inner monologues, like they don't hear themselves in their head, y'all freak me out. <laughs> yeah, it it the whole concept kind of like like freaks me out i know i get it because i think in monologue format like my brain thinks (laughs) (laughs) and i don't speak everything there was one night i was having trouble falling asleep and it's because my brain was just like it was monologuing essentially Mm -hmm. and i was talking to my friend about it the next day and i was like yeah normally i can like shush the monologue and i think i said i can shush the voices (laughs) which wasn't necessarily (laughs) the best choice of words heather also has an imaginary (laughs) (laughs) he's like heather might want to look into that. Are you are you okay? And I was like, oh, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean shush the voices. I just meant like, you know, calm my thoughts. Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. I, I can't wrap my, well, I guess I'm not supposed to, but I can't wrap my mind around the fact that people don't just like speak in their head. Yeah. What do they do? Do they think in like so I've silent that, pictures? I've heard that some people like just think in pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Well, I get that because sometimes, like, because I'll visualize, like, I when you're, like, seeing things. and, like, in your mind's mm-hmm. eye, you know, like, you can see, but, like, I can't imagine thinking like that all the time because it's, yeah. it's, like, 
I mean, I would love it if I were trying to sleep, but like, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. girl boss does not shut up. She does not go to. She does not go to sleep. Yeah, it's so. But to just think in those pictures and like, vis like visual, hello, visually, <laughs> visualization. Yeah, like it's so weird to think about. Yeah. Well, my sister's actually the opposite. She can't visualize images. Mm -hmm. She yeah. only sees words. Mm. So if I say, like, apple, you can, like, see an apple in your head. Mm. She can't. Mm. And there's some fancy word for it, and I don't remember, because mm. apparently I don't love her enough. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but that's also, like, the opposite end of that. I get, where the, I get where she's coming from. I have trouble, like, reorienting in a space, mm -hmm. like, which is really bad when you're, like, going into acting, because, like, in rehearsal spaces, like... If I'm rehearsing in one room for a really long time, if we switch rooms, like, it's hard for me to, like, get my bearings in the new room. Whereas mm. other people, it's just like, oh, this is just easy. But I'm like, I, I'm confused. Wait, where do I go? <laughs> I, like, I can visualize, but also sometimes I just, like, if I try to visualize and I think about it a little too hard, it just kind of, like, gets distorted. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, what am I thinking about? <laughs> I Have you guys ever tried to read without speaking in your head? No. no. Don't do it. It's trippy as hell, and it hurts your head. I've tried multiple times, and I can't do it unless I'm not thinking about it. Oh, wow. But if you're not speaking in your head while you read, are you actually reading? Well, yeah, exactly. I'm, well, I don't know. <laughs> Like, but I, you... I, well, I just tried it as an experiment. I was just trying to like see if I could see the words, take them in, but not speak it in my head, mm -hmm. and I can't do it. I I can only do it if I'm not focusing, like if oh, yeah. I'm just like zoning out while looking at words, and it just doesn't process. Mm -hmm. I when I was little, I used to do this thing where like I would like, I guess it was my way of like dealing with being able to like think. And being like a sentient being. <laughs> How <laughs> processing <laughs> Like, I would like, because I think it was when I first started like being aware of the fact that I could visualize. And I would like, 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 I would see like a picture of someone in my head and then try to see it with my actual eyes. Mm. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like, I would like see it like in my mind's eye and then try and be able to see it. Like, I was, like, I, like, couldn't, like, wrap my head around, why can I see it here but not in my eyes? Yeah. Like, why can't my eyeballs see it? Why does my head see it but not my eyeballs? Yeah, because it's so weird because it's, like, it's not like it's floating above your head. You just see it in your head and it's odd. Yeah. Like, your crazy. mind sees but your eyes don't. And it's, yeah. it, like, because I, if I think of a pickle right now, I know what a pickle looks like. I can see it in my head. But it's not like it's, like, floating above my head in a little thought bubble. Yeah. It's just in there. Right. And it's weird. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I don't... It, it feels like it's just, like, at the top of your little cranium. Yeah. But you can't see it's it It's, like, there. just out of reach, too. Yeah. It's a little and hazy. Yeah, I it's used always to be a little blurry. I used to be better at visualization. I could see things really clearly, but mm. now it's just, like... Mm, maybe... Maybe quarantine killed me, because <laughs> I can't visualize as clearly anymore. Mm -hmm. But... I think that might be part of, like, growing up. Yeah. I feel like... Because I feel like when I was younger, I could visualize really, really clearly. Yeah. Especially when I was, like, reading. I feel like... Yeah. Because the funniest thing is, like, I can't... Like, some things I can visualize, but other things I can't. But if I'm just, like... I had this assignment in a class um, in the spring semester last year. Mm -hmm. And 
I was like, we had to like make something. I don't remember what the prompt was, but it was like the final project. And we had to go see this thing. And I could visualize it all in my head really, really well. And I think I chose to do like a mood board or something or what it like looked like in my head or what I thought it could be. Mm -hmm. You know what I thought of? The little flower people from the movie Epic. (laughs) (laughs) Like I have a picture of it. And that's just, like, it's, it's, like, some things are just, like, really sharp and crisp mm-hmm. and vivid. But other things are just, like, hazy. And, like, maybe that's a pickle. Maybe it's a stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who knows? I have this really bad habit when I'm reading where, like, especially, like, fiction and stuff. Mm-hmm. If there's a character with, like, a first name of someone that I know or just, like, <laughs> an actor. Suddenly they're in the book. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I can't picture anything else. Regardless of the fact Oh, or regardless of whether or not the details that I've been given about them match that person or not, like, whenever I see, like, whenever I picture the person, it will always just be the person that I have the closest relation to. So, like, if there was a Lydia in a book, I'd be reading a book about you. (laughs) (laughs) Go read Pride and Prejudice. Tell me how it is. (laughs) I have read Pride and Prejudice. I think I read Pride and Prejudice before I, like, knew you, though. So sorry. Dang it. Read it again. (laughs) Okay. No, I I get that. I was watching Grey's Anatomy. I have been. But... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shivers. But they were taking someone into surgery... And it was, like, in case the woman didn't live, she was, like, trying... It was, like, a joking matter, but it was, like, um, she was trying to, like, uh, put, like, ideas... or Not... That sounds bad. But, like, trying to, like, uh, loosely set up, like, her husband with other people. Mm-hmm. And they said, Erin Miller. And I was... I sent it to Erin, and I was, like... That's you. And then all I could think about was Erin in the Grey's Anatomy universe. Mm-hmm. The GCU. <laughs> well, I was talking to you, uh, still talking about Grey's Anatomy, one of the characters' first names is Heather, mm-hmm. and she ends up, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> she dies, and because they're doctors, they're always referring to them by their last names, so they're like, oh, Brooks, 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 and then suddenly, it was like, Heather Brooks, Heather's dead, and I was like, I'm not dead, I'm right here! <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't realize that, I, I told you that, I didn't realize that was her name, because they only called her Brooks, and then it was like, Heather, and I was like, who? <laughs> I was like, was crazy. Yeah, I'm dead in the Grey's Anatomy universe. <laughs> Rest in peace. The GACU. Maybe you're a ghost there. Maybe I'm a ghost here. <laughs> you both we both hoped her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, am I real? Maybe. I don't know. All right. yeah. Maybe you're a figment of Lydia and I's imagination and we're gonna look back on the, We're gonna go listen to the episode and no it's one just a bunch of nothing and yeah. us talking yeah. at it. <laughs> Yeah, like, it'll be silent. That'd be terrifying. Talking about kids with imaginary friends, like, speaking at it. It's just you guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That was such a tangent. Speaking of having things appear in our minds and not anywhere else, (laughs) on the way to see this movie theater, we were talking about we wish there could be a singular test that, like, just told us every single, like, health issue we might have. And then we... Specifically, like, mental illness. Yeah, specifically mental illness. And we came up with the idea that a sorting hat yeah. would be perfect. Like, I would and love it would, that it could, so like, much. It would, ideally, it would scan your brain and then be able to tell you, like, the mental illness that you have. So, like, it's, like, this, and then the sort of cat goes, instead of, like, Gryffindor, it goes, like, depression or Anxiety. something. Anxiety! Yeah, like... <laughs> 
wouldn't that be so like i feel like it would be fun yeah. i feel like it would be fun <laughs> but i think part of having mental illnesses is being like is this normal maybe yeah. who really knows the yeah. sorting hat knows the sorting hat knows yeah. but part of that like struggle it's not a good struggle. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anybody should go through that struggle. Yeah. I feel like it would be funny, though, if, if it was just, like, you know, I don't know, you show up for this test, you don't know what it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and you get an old hat, uh, an old <laughs> British hat speaking to you, <laughs> and it just go, it, it does the thing where it's like, oh. Mm, curious. Very curious. Anxiety! <laughs> I feel like, to be honest, I feel when, like it would also normalize mental illness. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. if there was a sorting hat for it, people would be like, oh, let me go see. Let me like, go I'm see curious. the sorting hat. Like, and then the sorting hat's like, you should go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. The sorting hat is how you get into therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be good. Well, I think ev- everyone well, should go everyone, to therapy. Yes. Yeah. But, um... It tells you, like, the if, there's, if there's support <laughs> groups, it, it just, it, it bypasses the, the thing where you have to sit down and be questioned, and it's just like, oh! Yeah. You are plagued. Yeah. So, would this be a voluntary... When yeah. you're an adult, you can choose to go see the sorting hat? Or yeah. would we, like, put the sorting hat on babies? Well, I feel to be like... like, you'll develop babies. anxiety. Well, I feel like... That's y- terrifying. I exactly. <laughs> it's technology. It can't predict the future. Yeah. But so, it's a sorting hat. Well... That's magic. So if... Well, you're not gonna be magic. It's gonna, like, brain scan you. Yeah. It's oh, not okay. like you're born depressed. Because, like, even if you have, like... Because some things are genetic. So if it's, like, mm-hmm. oh, you have a family history of depression, like... It's not going to just immediately show up, like, in your brain. You yeah. are depressed right off the bat, like, what's your baby? Yeah. It's, like, it's things that are, like, evolved. So I feel like, at some point, like, I feel like it's voluntary, but also, like, at an age, it's like, oh, you should go, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, check this out, like, driver's licenses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not, it's voluntary, but it's, like, suggested yeah. to do it. Yeah. If you haven't already experienced these feelings. Yeah. Plus, like some mental illnesses like are developed like after like mm-hmm. a traumatic event and stuff mm-hmm. like that so i feel like it would also be helpful for like people who have been through a traumatic event to just be like oh this is what you're feeling now this is what you you're going through now yeah like to understand because i feel like i feel like there's a lot of people out there who like will Don't go th- yeah like we'll go through a traumatic event and then just be like is this normal yeah and then be like well it's normal for me so it's normal and then never get it, never, like, be encouraged to, Seek like, help. yeah, because I feel like that, I feel like there's just such a stigma against mental illness, like, in our society, and it's, it's getting better slowly, but it's still not there yet, Yeah. where, like, it's not super encouraged to go to therapy, unless you're, like, young people, and you're, like, yeah, you should go, like, but, like, I don't know, there's still that huge stigma there. But along with that stigma, I feel like everyone experiences, like, their own thoughts differently mm-hmm. and doesn't necessarily realize that these things are right. anxiety or depression or yeah. any other hundreds of mental illnesses. I don't mm-hmm. know how many there are. But you just, you think you're normal. And then, like, suddenly mm-hmm. someone's like, that's not normal. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of, well, what now? So if you have mm-hmm. the sorting hat, you can you're be right. like, I think I might not be. Yeah. Okay. And then the sorting hat would be like, yeah, you're not. Yeah. 
And then you can also like find people mm-hmm. that are similar to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's it's difficult to be like I think of Milan this like if like I know this is normal to me, because it is so stigmatized. It's not gonna be like hey, I'm feeling depressed. Like people mm-hmm. don't always flat out tell you that unless mm-hmm. you like trust them. Mm-hmm. So it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Plus, I feel like one of like the downsides to going to therapy is I feel like a lot of people don't want to just like talk about what has happened their entire life because that can also be super triggering. Mm-hmm. So like. The, the, the sort of cat would like you wouldn't have to go through you wouldn't have to necessarily express through words everything that you're feeling which is really helpful for some people but some people just can't express what they're feeling and that's fine and valid and I feel like the sorting hat would be a good solution for those people who can't necessarily say exactly what they're going through or what they're feeling because I also like it's also easy to forget things that you've gone through especially yeah, if you've like yeah. trauma blocked it out like I'm trying to get to like a different therapist but i'm like okay if i do this i need to like write down things that i know have happened to me because i know like i don't remember a lot of things mm-hmm. that have happened yeah but here's the stuff i do know yeah so okay <laughs> now now we're gonna talk about puss in boots <laughs> yeah <laughs> which boots. is such such that's a, the movie we saw today 360 180 <laughs> yeah um puss in boots the Last Wish? The Last Wish. The Last Wish. Or The Lost Wish. The last, last Wish. The Last. What? What a film. It was... Okay, I'm just gonna say this right off the bat. It's a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It is it's one perfect. of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. To if be not honest, the it's best. It's up there. It's yeah. up there. And we're Marvel fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That is saying something. Yeah. It is... The, the cinematography. It is. The storyline. The dialogue. The comedy. Oh the my animation, God. the, the visuals, everything was the just music, absolutely the soundtrack. Everything was so good. And might I say, no, like, it was everything about it was so. It was so good. Yeah. I like I. It had me laughing, crying in fear on the edge of my seat, yeah. praying, like spilling popcorn, like, biting my fingers. Like yeah. I, I was We're having not the best time. Then. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. Don't worry. No spoilers. Oh gosh, that's but, gonna like, be so difficult. I have seen Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. I was more excited and more on the edge of my seat and more enthralled for Puss in Boots. Yeah. (laughs) You saw those in theaters. I saw those in theaters. Well, I don't know about Infinity War. I think Infinity War and Puss in Boots are on the same level. Yes, but also Infinity War um, damaged me emotionally. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, this yeah. movie okay. did a little bit. Honestly, there were some. There well, were some parts I was crying. About this I one, was crying. It was so heartwarming. Like yeah. it wasn't sad. It was heartwarming. It was such a beautiful story, and the end lesson, like the mm-hmm. end takeaway, I is cried. I think so important. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, that dog is just me. Like, that I, dog was cute. That dog was so adorable. Yeah. And it's it's just me in yeah. animated form. Yeah. yeah. I was... Ugh, it was amazing. Like, I cry at every movie I see, and this is a fact. <laughs> but also, this was just... Like, it wasn't even bad tears. Like, I was crying at this, but it was, like... It wasn't, like, the movie, like, put in, like, shock factor crying or something. Yeah. It was, like, they know how to do crying. And they did crying right. Yeah. I can tell that because I don't cry at movies or, like, TV shows often. It takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was getting teary-eyed. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it, it also wasn't, like, sobbing crying. Like, it wasn't no, it was me seeing in Avengers like Endgame. Like, it was... Down. Yeah. yeah. I shed Single a few tear. tears. I think the yeah. most I shed were three tears from each eyeball. 
but it was like <laughs> I wasn't Count dra- <laughs> it was like it wasn't sobbing crying it wasn't I'm having a really bad time crying it wasn't I'm super emotional it was like I'm like that was so nice like I'm gonna cry right now yeah. it was so cute but it was they knew how to do it because they would keep it very short mm-hmm. it yeah. wasn't like a major thing and they prolonged it and you were just crying and crying and crying it was yeah. like short but it worked yeah mm-hmm. and it was good yeah also they the ending was just really emotional for everyone involved but they had so much humor in the beginning and like leading up to it that it really packed a punch at the end yeah mm-hmm. so like because i was laughing at we were, we were having, a, off. Laughing so we were having a wonderful time I, I can't remember the last time i laughed so <laughs> hard at a movie like i was like cracking up yeah. i feel bad for the people that were in the theater with us but yeah it was, it was not a very full theater though I no, was, there, there was like only like four people. or five other people also yeah. the lights were still on in the theater yeah, yeah. That, weird. that was so odd i guarantee you everyone in that theater was gen z because nobody got up to say anything yeah 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 you know somebody would have gotten up if there was my any sister used to work at amc it's her fault i'm blaming her if you're listening to this it's your fault (laughs) also i don't think she actually listens to the podcast even though she says she will so i'm name dropping her this is a test we'll drop her name (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh no not like her actual no Uh, oh you're just calling her out yeah i'm just yeah i didn't mean it in the literal sense just the figurative okay yeah (laughs) It, but it was. You went to the bathroom. Yeah, Both yeah. Lydia the went to the bathroom. Part really I and the up, best part. I looked it up though. It really wasn't that scary. They said the part that I went to the bathroom at was scary. No, it wasn't the scary. scary. It wasn't it scary. Was important. But it was important. It was literally like yeah, it was important. But I, I saw a lot like, of oh, movie. you kept you kept saying how much the wolf was like scaring you and like his eyes were was... freaky. His eyes were freaky. Oh, All he right? didn't have freaky eyes yeah. in that scene. Oh yeah. Okay. No, he just like oh, I looked it up. I watched it. No spoilers. Okay, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> no spoilers, but his there's one line in that scene. There's a wolf. Was good. Yeah. There's a wolf in the movie. If you're scared of wolves, don't recommend seeing this. <laughs> no, I still recommend seeing this. It's a great it, movie. It's a fantastic movie. And, you know, I think, okay, it is in such a good subset of films because I truly believe that films based on fairy tales just will automatically be good. Because yeah. they already have a commercial appeal. Because everyone knows fairy tales. Like, n- like we know fairy tales before we even know that we know fairy tales. Was, was, was it Roots a fairy, fairy tale? tale? It's in fairy tale land. Okay. Like, Goldilocks okay. and the Three Bears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it's in fairy tale land. And you have, like, all these, like, fairy tale creatures. So I think Puss in Boots is technically a fairy tale creature. Okay. okay. I think there is a fairy tale about Puss in Boots. Isn't he supposed to be, like, Robin Hood? I don't know. I don't know. Loosely based. I don't know. Actually, wait. I'm looking this up real quick because I think it's real. Puss in Boots fairy tale. Yeah, it is a fairy tale. Hmm. It's an Italian fairy tale. Later spread throughout the rest of Europe. Why did they make him Spanish then? (laughs) You know... the, The Puss in Boots in Shrek was Spanish. But, you know, that's a great question. I really... Italian erasure. Italy doesn't exist. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So sorry. No, I think... I love Disney very much. But I think DreamWorks a really good job of creating 
um, cartoons that adults will enjoy. Yeah. Because there were scenes where, like, the dog was, like, cursing. And, mm-hmm. like, the, it was the bleep. So yeah. you knew they were cursing. Yeah. And it's that's not something Disney would ever do in their movie. That is not a, right. quote-unquote, family-friendly yeah. idea. And, I, and DreamWorks did it, and I applaud them for it, because I think it makes it their movies more appealing to adults. Yeah. yeah. And I, a bunch of teenagers can go and have a good time yeah. and laugh at these jokes. Yeah. And I think Disney has the, oh, the, the magic, the, the yeah. purity, and family-friendly everything. Because, like, yeah. who's to I say that adults and teens don't still like animated things? Yeah. Right. Like, I will eat up an animated movie. Yeah. I had a Frozen 2 binge for three weeks. I watched it almost <laughs> every single goddamn day. Like, <laughs> my thing with Disney, I love Disney. I love Disney. But, like, when they did Toy Story 4, they made I it for new kids. Like, well, they made, the problem was they made it for this generation's kids. I instead of the people who grew up watching it. Like, they made it so that it was for the kids, not for the people who were loyal to it all growing up and were such a big part of child their childhood. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. But, like, with Puss in Boots, like, I feel like it was fun and enjoyable for everyone. Yeah. Like, everyone enjoyed watching it. Puss in Boots was a great movie. It was yeah. great. I but Puss in Boots was just amazing. It was just good all like, around. I'm just easily entertained, so I can watch <laughs> movies normally. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Speaking but, but of But Puss in Boots was phenomenal. Yes. It was so also, good. I can't remember the last time, like, a a villain in a movie geared for children was genuinely scary. Yeah, yeah. I would because have been scared of, of that. Like, bro well. was creepy. Bro was yeah. terrifying. All yeah. of the villains, because there were multiple villains, they were all terrifying. Yeah. John Mulaney voiced one of the villains, and that definitely it took was, away it from took it for me. Edge off, yeah. But it was still but like it was scary. Still scary. It was still it was something still, like, about cool. his young child man like voice is just a little spooky. <laughs> like it was, yeah, a like child. it. I was like, I was a little scared of it, so I can imagine a kid being scared of this. Yeah. And also, like going back to the whole like, um, like watching the movies as a kid. You can't base a whole franchise off of nostalgia and mm-hmm. expect it to be successful. Oh, yeah. Because you got to change with the times and you have to know your audience. And I think, I think Disney has become so involved in being Disney that they've kind of just, like, lost view of their audience. Yeah. Because, like... They dropped the ball a little bit. Yeah, because they're also doing so many different things now. So, like, I don't know. It's a little... Yeah. Because I find that, like, a lot of the stuff that we grew up watching, like, it was either geared towards kids or it wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think now there's an interesting middle ground. Yeah. Especially with streaming services being able to put out their own stuff Mm. and teens having access to that. It's like, I don't know when I stopped watching solely kids' shows. Yeah. And when I, like, ventured into shows that are geared towards adults that handle more mature things. But speaking of shows that we watched as kids, Mm -hmm. there was some news that came out recently Mm -hmm. about Phineas and Ferb. Oh, my goodness. Before we we tackle that, I I also want to say the animation style is also really cool. Oh, yeah. 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 I like that it was, like, 
like in some of the more like the more action scenes where they're all running i like that it looked like it was more stop and go mm-hmm. yeah i liked that like sometimes it threw me off like it threw me off at first but i liked that a lot it was just like it was just really yeah. good. Yeah. The animation was really good. It was kind of reminiscent, like, just partially of Into the Spider-Verse. I was going to say that, yeah. And how that was, like, yeah. shot. And I think Into the Spider-Verse does it so much that it kind of gives me a headache. Yeah. But Puss in Boots did it in a way where it was really effective. Yeah. And I think I think for Into the Spi- Spider-Verse, it's effective for the style, especially, like, He's swinging on buildings, so, like, that makes a lot of sense for it to be, like, filmed that way, but it can be a bit jarring, and I feel like they used it really well in Puss in Boots, and that just goes to show that it's easier for these companies to mix up their animation styles, which is also something that we never really saw as kids. Like, they usually stuck to one animation style. I will say, it sometimes it drives me crazy when they do that, and... I think part of it is because specifically in Hercules, when he fights the uh, the, the, the three-headed monster, mm-hmm. it gave me a headache as a kid seeing the mix of animation styles. Yeah. yeah. But this is done in such a way that you don't necessarily... It's tasteful. It's yeah. tasteful, and it's not as noticeable unless you're kind of looking for looking it or... For it. Yeah. or um, like, if I, I was watching that as a kid, I wouldn't notice it. Yeah. Yeah. But because I'm an adult and I've been through English classes and I'm picking apart every little thing they're doing, <laughs> I noticed those things and I was like, "That, it's nice. I like it." Especially, oh, sorry. No. <laughs> the storytelling was also just like so good. Like with the yeah. wolf, like portray. I won't give anything away, but like the fear that Puss felt was so- <laughs> <laughs> was his hair stood up. Yes, yeah. it was just they portrayed it so well, yeah. and I feel like. Like, like how we said it was kind of like into the Spider Verse. It was like if they wrote it from like a storyboard, storyboard like comic book style, mm-hmm. and they picked it up like that. When they would zoom into like the wolf size, it was yeah. very much like comic book yeah. style, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. still really cool. Mm-hmm. But it it wasn't like they just took a comic book and like right yeah. into like a movie. Yeah, it was just like really cool. Yeah, it was super effective. His eyes were scary as hell. <laughs> like Rose got like stoplights on the back of your car in your eyes. Like <laughs> he's got tail lights for eyes. <laughs> it's yeah. creepy. I also think like they were really good at introducing a new character mm-hmm. because I find because Puss in Boots is a franchise and it is a spin-off as well. Um it can be really hard to insert a character into a movie and have them be as well received as your original character and they did it so well because I think like comparing going back to comparing it to like Disney like when they did Toy Story 4 like Forky was funny at first and then got really really old yeah uh but with this new character with the dog like I can't get enough of him yeah like and I think they really created a character whereas Disney did took one thing and they like repeated it to death yeah um, i feel like that also just shows you how much it's like aimed towards kids because kids will pick something up and they won't let go of it yeah. like they'll keep repeating it over and over and over again and like it's fine because they're kids mm-hmm. but like for older people it's like okay it's getting annoying. it's getting annoying mm-hmm. and it's like well if it's aimed towards kids they're gonna enjoy it because mm-hmm. that's how they act mm-hmm. but like if they want 
widespread love for a movie or project they're doing it should be a mix of both yeah and i feel like it also shows like like they are because they do so many things it just shows how cramped they are and they don't allow things to like develop over time and they don't give it the time that it needs yeah yeah i think that's my thing with disney as well and disney's just getting so big and like they're doing so much and like I do think that Disney kind of, like, ruined Marvel, especially with the streaming services and everything. I think there are some really good projects. Like, I like that they're doing the TV shows, but now that they're doing TV shows, they're doing TV shows just to do TV shows. Yeah. Like, they're not looking at the project and being like, oh, this would work content-wise better as a short film, or just, just a film that's shorter than a series. Whereas, like, some things are really need to be pulled out into a grander scale like a tv show and have that character development time like because wandavision was a masterpiece mm-hmm. just a beautiful show and that set the bar happy two-year really anniversary high. to wandavision by the way. Oh, oh yeah happy gosh. anniversary wow two years yeah wow that's crazy. that's crazy because i started watching marvel because i wanted to watch wandavision but you told me not to until yeah. i yeah. had Un, like I had an understanding of where everything came from. Yeah. So I basically binged everything and I finished it in order to watch WandaVision. Yeah. Well, I think WandaVision was is also easily one of those shows where you could have gone in blind. Yeah. You could have. I could have. You could have gone it, in, or you could have also maybe seen like a movie or two. Yeah. Like, like you, you definitely could have told me to watch like Age of Ultron and Civil War. You would have. Yeah. Been fine. Like if yeah. you have like a general understanding of who Wanda is, you'll be fine. But, like, some of the other shows that they're doing, I'm like, you can't just sit down and watch that with no prior knowledge Mm -hmm. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Plus, especially movie-wise, because you got to know the events leading up to it. And I hate the fact that they're using the shows to now lead in to the movies. Yeah. Because people that don't use the streaming services only see movies in theaters. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Right. Well, that's part of the purpose is they want you to buy buy the streaming service. Yeah, like, but also like um, also everyone hated Eternals I, I loved, loved Eternals, Eternals because it was a standalone movie yeah. Yeah. it was you didn't have to know anything about the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe to enjoy that movie yeah. and I think that's why people didn't like it because they wanted some big reveal but I think we've lost the point of movies like within a universe it's not meant to have some big reveal it's me- meant to be build movie. out the universe and just be a good movie yeah. well i remember when the three of us went to go see black widow and we realized that was the last movie we had seen together yeah. before yeah. puss in boots and i was joking the whole time i was like oh my gosh this is the first marvel movie i'm seeing in theaters i'm so excited and then we were sitting there and you had made the comment that you took me to go see doctor strange yeah. when it came out in 2016 mm-hmm. and honestly I had forgotten about the fact that that was a Marvel movie because mm-hmm. it was a fairly good standalone yeah. film that I told you going in. I was like, I don't know anything. And you're like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. And I don't think there was much that I was confused. There was like probably a few jokes here and there, mm-hmm. but it didn't take away from the experience for me. Mm-hmm. Now I took my mom to go see, I think I saw Eternals with her and... I might have seen Black Widow with her again. Didn't you see Shang-Chi with her? I did. Mm-hmm. She said that 
she didn't really like Black Widow because she didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. But she is an adult with two kids and a full-time job, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have time to sit down and watch, or yeah. the interest, to watch all the Marvel movies out to understand yeah. a single movie that I just wanted to go see with her. Right. And I also think that Marvel fans in general have kind of lost sight of what the movies are about. It's supposed to be a movie. And I think a lot of Marvel fans are going to see the movies and watching the shows because they think it's going to be some big reveal about a character that's not even in that show or advertised to be in that show because of all the Easter eggs and stuff. I think part of the problem is we came out of Phase 4 and they had spent 10 years building up to this and then we got the big reveal and now Phase 5 is at ground level. Is at ground level. We had to start over. And I think a lot of people are forgetting that. Right. We need that character building. We need that introduction. And no, not everyone's going to have a crossover. Not everyone's going to be in every single show. Yeah. And yes, there are things that they're leaving unanswered, but they need to do that if they want to continue the story later. WandaVision just changed the game. (laughs) It was just phenomenal. I truly just... The emotional impact that that show had for so many people, like, I think... Because it was, like, it was a good standalone thing because it was tackling so, tackling so many different things. Yeah. Like, it was about grief, it was about love, and other things that I can't remember because it hurt me. Yeah. But well, it was, it like... Was also an ode to old sitcoms. Like, yeah. That's like, why I wanted to watch it originally. Yeah. I thought it was just gonna... I didn't think there was gonna be any substance to it. I thought it was just gonna be an ode to old sitcoms and... Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be enjoyable and funny, and then I started watching it, and then suddenly things started happening, and I was like, well, uh. and then our yeah. history teacher mentioned it one day, and I was like, sir, mm-hmm. okay. I know a lot of people that hated the way She-Hulk was because they just broke the fourth wall so many times, yeah. mm-hmm. and like, it's different from other things because if you're breaking the fourth wall, you have to do it in a very tasteful way, and it has to be very yeah. important, but if like, you're just doing it to do it because you're hoping and praying that it's going to get people more interested, it's not going to happen. Right. Like, because to be honest, I feel like Marvel might have just been jumping off of the Fleabag success, because, like, Fleabag has been trending on TikTok, and, like, I don't know. Maybe it's not correlated. Shout out to Aileen, because I don't watch Fleabag, but I know she (laughs) loves Fleabag. Um, But they break the wall very tastefully, and it's part of the story, and she's the narrator. Like, it's very specific reasons for breaking the fourth wall and also you can break the fourth wall in other ways like in you having him be a narrator is mm-hmm. technically like breaking the fourth wall and him like if you've seen like the tiktoks where it's like you without the narrations and he's just standing there and doing <laughs> stuff it's so funny but um yeah like there's other ways to break the fourth wall than just breaking it mm-hmm. by talking at the audience yeah like and i don't think that television is necessarily the best medium for it i'm like if you're gonna do something like that do theater yeah like or if you're gonna do if you're gonna break the fourth wall like that make it a reality show yeah like oh my god don't give disney any ideas they'll make a marvel reality (laughs) show (laughs) it's fresh like it's frustrating and i think especially because i was also very disappointed by multiverse of madness Mm -hmm. and i to this day i would kill to see what the 45 it was. minutes yeah. that got cut. I would kill. And just, like, the version of it before they did the reshoots. Yeah. I just want to know what it was, because I feel like it would have been whatever... It w- would have been better than whatever we got. I would. I also would kill to see, like, 
because I've seen like the the interview with like the one writer where it's like oh well the original idea was that Wanda would be good for this movie and then in a different movie she would become the villain yes and he was greedy and he wanted the villain um he wanted her to be the villain that she totally could be mm-hmm. and he just fast-tracked it and put it in this movie mm-hmm. but for no good reason yeah like she could be an amazing villain and she is yeah but you have she it has to be in a good way and he just yeah. like completely threw it out because he wanted the thing like oh i wrote the movie mm-hmm. that made wanda maximoff the villain yeah like it was ego like but i want to know you what could it say was. that but it wasn't a good movie yeah. yeah and if it's not a good movie who's gonna care well, because I think she needed a little bit more character development before she became the villain, because, like, they, yeah, she was, like, she was figuring out ways to find her family, but she wasn't going overboard at the end of WandaVision. She was by herself just trying to figure it out. She wasn't being yeah. greedy with, like, power and stuff, and I feel like there had to be something that snapped, and mm-hmm. I felt like that could have been done in a better way, Yeah, because I, it felt like Multiverse of Madness started, instantly she was bad. And I'm like, whoa, 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 we just saw her as the hero. We just saw her give up her family because she wanted to save the people of the town. Like, you can't just go from her being the hero to the villain after making that huge, life-altering, emotional decision and expect people to be like, oh yeah, she's a villain. Yeah. Because I think, I also think she's a great villain, but she just was not done well. Yeah. Like, they started the little tiny, like, toe dip of, like, her possible redemption arc after that. And, like, at the end, sure, it was, like, she heard her kids, like, crying out for help. But that could have been, like, her searching for different ways to get them back without doing everything that she did in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And could she have eventually done what she did in Multiverse of Madness? Yes, of course she could have. Mm. But... They could have prolonged it a little yeah. bit and developed that a little bit more because yeah. she could be a phenomenal villain. Yeah. And they dropped the ball. And yeah. I can't believe they would do that to my girl. Yeah. I also think that they, like, they should have introduced the multiverse idea in a better way. Because yeah. I think Spider-Man... <laughs> oh my god, I just <laughs> forgot the title. Spider-Man No Way Home set up the multiverse really, really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good they set, yeah. CGI. <laughs> yeah, it yes. was... Oh, yeah. Um... They set it up really well with having that... Uh, spoilers? I, I don't know. It's, it's been, been a year. It's been, it's a year. been a year. It's been multiple years. It's no. been a year. No? It's been a year. Wait, it feels like it's been like three years. Yeah. It's been one. It's because oh. they put out so many things since then. Yeah. Yeah, Marvel. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, because someone from Marvel is listening. <laughs> yeah, someone from Marvel is going to listen to our podcast and feel like, hmm, we're going to steal all their ideas and make things better. And I'm like, you can't erase no, the whole no, movie, please, please make things better. <laughs> um, and that set, like, Peter and his, like, choice. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, like, erasing himself, like, sets up the multiverse so well. That set it up really well. And that being, like, the catalyst to breaking up, like, to splintering the universe. And it made me so excited for Doctor Strange. Because I'm also a Doctor Strange stan. I love him. I love him. I don't like him that much. That's okay. Listen, I... Listen, also, very controversial. Please don't come for me and cancel me. I am not a big Tony Stark fan either. Same. Iron Man is cool, but Tony Stark is just an asshole with a lot of money. Uh, like, yeah, I don't like Batman, I don't like Bruce Wayne. If you're one. an asshole, I don't really like you. 
The only <laughs> exception is Wanda Maximoff, but she's not really she's an not asshole. No, so. she, she just wants she's to be valid. Yeah. yeah. See, I like Batman, but I like the 1962 Batman when it was like all colorful. Yeah, and see, like, I he wasn't all dark and broody. I don't like, have any knowledge of Batman before this. The suit, like the the the. What's his name? Not Tom Hanks. Not George Clooney. What earth are oh. you talking about? Oh, oh, I know who you mean. The guy who's married to J-Lo, but also isn't married to J-Lo? Him. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Henry Cavill and oh, Batman yeah, vs. Superman. Superman? Batman yeah. vs. Superman. That Batman, I don't like him because he's an asshole. Yeah. I have no knowledge of that Batman. Oh, I'm, that's the, the only, only Batman knowledge, knowledge I that's have the only knowledge is 1962 Adam West. Okay, this is going to be controversial. Don't come for me. But... Do people actually watch Batman because they like Batman, or do because I've always because I've always thought Batman had the most interesting villains, because like Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, the Joker are so like such fun characters, and then Batman's just like, I'm Batman, and I'm like I don't <laughs> care, like let me see, let me see the villains. Let Have me- you ever seen this YouTube series? From when we were like seven, Probably like this, not. it's so old. It's called. Batman and Piderman. Oh. And it's like really <laughs> Piderman? Yeah, it's like really just kind of derpy animation and so oh, silly. Actually, I think I've seen Have clips. I sh- yeah. I've seen clips of this, yeah. I so love it. <laughs> and I think that's that embodies the Batman that I yeah. think. Because like I this is what I realize is what I love about the DC TV shows. Um, they do TV shows really well. Yeah, DC does that's, TV shows That's really where well. Marvel and DC, yeah. like, flip. Because DC isn't always the best with movies, yeah. but they're really good with shows, and yeah. Marvel is not really good with shows, but they're really good with movies. Or at least they were. Yeah. They were. Like, they were. Because The Flash, Superman, like, I was watching all of those shows. Yeah. And even, like, Titans is pretty... Titans, Titans fell off for a little bit, but it's back. It's good again. Um, the reason I was good at science in middle school was because I liked The Flash, yeah. and I, I I, was like, let me be like him. Yeah. But then I stopped watching it, and I, I'm not good at science anymore. <laughs> well, because I think, like a, like, a lot of DC shows are this, like, Monster of the Week type of thing, which is why Supernatural was so popular. And people love Monster of the Week shows, because it's something new every week. And when you're binging it, they're fun to binge, because it's something different every episode. It's not the same old, same old. Whereas, like, I think, uh, like... In the film world, I think TV shows are now just becoming long movies, and it's kind of just losing sight of what makes a single episode of a TV series so fun and and like so I don't I don't know the right word, but like so interesting and captivating, and like the difference between TV and and film is that like you have these character arcs within an episode, and I think especially with the Marvel shows, it's just a continuation of the last episode like it's there's the char- the episodes don't have like a real arc which i felt like especially in loki where i like couldn't tell you in a specific episode what this character learned throughout this episode yeah. like it just felt like i was continuing it felt movie. like an eight-hour movie the only yeah. thing i liked about loki i don't i don't i don't like the loki show at all that's like my least that's the f- lowest on the marvel shows that of all the ones I've seen, and I haven't seen She-Hulk yet, but <laughs> I 
I love Loki. I hate Loki. I love Loki. I love I... Loki to death. Like, I want to give him a big old smooch, but <laughs> I hated the show because it wasn't about him. Yeah. I see the word true. Loki. Valid. I think it's going to be about Loki. Not this blonde bitch named Sylvie. <laughs> and, like, I, mm, anyways, whatever. The only thing I liked about Loki is how they started to set up the multiverse. Yeah. I think they did that pretty well. Yeah. And, you know, the whole thing at the end when he was like, we've reached, like, whatever the line is. <laughs> the end of time. No, no, no. It was like, it. we've reached an impasse. We crossed the threshold. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then they, the, and then they tied that back to like WandaVision. WandaVision. Oh my God. Oh, I love so when, good. like, that's when Marvel is at its best. When yes. they're thinking of every, like, how. When they Taylor Swiftify their yeah. stuff, that's yeah. when it is. Yeah. That's like, perfect. When, when, like, they are like, when you can tell exactly when the world is a world. Yeah. I like this world because it feels like a world. But, <laughs> no, but like that moment, like and being able to tie that to ev- like almost every other TV show that or like movie that happened at the same time as that, like that's what makes these cinematic universes so exciting. The fact that they're all connected, it's not the fact that the characters cross over, because you can have that in like any. You can pretty much cross over anything. Like Supernatural crossed with fucking scooby-doo yeah. like you can and that was a great episode <laughs> like you can cross over at any time but the fact that these moments are happening at the same time is so exciting and i feel like they also lost that too like and how that moment changed like how a single moment can change everything for an entire cinematic universe because it is same thing in, in infinity war half the population snapped that changes everything about the whole universe yeah and i one of my favorite things about loki is the memory i have tied to watching the season finale and staying up till 3 (laughs) a.m and then having the realization that oh crap we have another hour episode to watch now (laughs) and we were all sleep deprived and so tired and i just have a video of like you're rocking back and forth you're on the edge of tears (laughs) yeah caitlin's like screaming (laughs) in her basement and i'm just like laughing because i'm surrounded by so many people and that was such a That's just such a great memory. For it was me. it was wonderful. I just I can't. The I'll show never... itself was like good. <laughs> it was the, just the reactions we had at the end of that show was so funny to me. Even though I hated it, like <laughs> I, I'm very bad at starting shows, but like I was inclined to start Marvel shows because I knew they were going to be good, or at least I thought they were, <laughs> because I started WandaVision because that was the first one, and I'm so glad they put WandaVision out first because mm-hmm. otherwise I don't think they would get any traction for any other show. Yeah. Because I, after that, I think it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's mm-hmm. the best. I don't care about anything else. I think mm-hmm. Moon Knight was really good, and I think What If is good. Yeah. But after that, I, none of the other shows compare to yeah. WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, and I wish they would have, like, explored the different variants more. Mm-hmm. But they focused so much on who is Sylvie mm-hmm. that it was, like... I'm like, I would have loved to see more of Kid Loki. I want to see Crokey. Crokey? Crokey? Like, I would have loved to see more of the variants. And I think that's what we thought we were getting. Yeah. Um, but then we just got more Sylvie. So I definitely see where you're coming. Yeah. WandaVision, for me, there was not a single week that I wasn't waiting for the episode to come out. Like, it had me on the edge of my seat. I can't remember the last time a show made me want to wait an entire week and be just as excited to watch it and not be like, oh, it's on? 
Oh, yeah. no, like, I, was I would come home from school. It. I knew I wouldn't be able to, like, stay up that late we to watch it. Yeah, because we, we were in high school. So I would come home from school. The first, I didn't care about homework. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. sit down. I was making sure my laptop was charging mm-hmm. the whole day. I would bust out my laptop, and I would watch it immediately after school yeah. because I could not wait. Plus, like, the theorizing, the little hints that they gave us. Like, it was just so much to think about for a week, and I feel like it's the same thing. Like, the episodes aren't episodes with Marvel shows anymore. It's just a continuation of a... It's just a big movie. So, like, there's not really a reason for people to just wait that long because everyone just wants to, like, binge. And, like, so many people are just like, oh, I'll just wait for it all to come out and then binge it. But, like, you should want to watch it every week. That's the point of a series, like a TV series. Part of WandaVision. I think WandaVision needed to be a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of the other TV shows they've done, minus What If, because those are, like, standalone. Yeah. Um, they could have just been eight-hour movies, right. six-hour movies, however many episodes there are. Yeah. There is no reason I for like, it to be split up into a show. Yeah. I feel like WandaVision, that would be one of the things I was like, there was way too much happening in this movie. It, it should have been split up a little bit. But I feel like... WandaVision made a good TV wa- show. It was a yeah. wonderful TV show, and I think that, that I think that's why. Because there was so much happening, but it was spaced out really well. And I think part of the experience was going to TikTok every week after I watched the right. episode and mm-hmm. seeing everybody's, yeah. like, different theories and different Easter eggs that people were able to find. I was living also, for the edits, too. because <laughs> every single episode there was a new look. So yeah. all the makeup artists were doing, recreating the look. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, it was just such a visual show. Mm-hmm. And people love visual shows because Euphoria is a visual show. Mm-hmm. WandaVision's a visual show. Um... There are other shows that are just not coming to mind. But, like, people, like, these shows that spark, like, a huge pop culture, like, movement, basically, where everything you see is about this show. People love clinging on to that, and nothing else that Marvel has put out as a TV show can do that. And I would love for anything to come close to what WandaVision was. Right. I would love that feeling of wanted like now i'd be able to stay up till three i would stay up until 3 a.m yeah to watch i don't care if i have class in the morning yeah i would stay up to watch that it was going when she hulk was coming out i would go like two or three weeks and i'd be like oh yeah maybe i should catch up on that yeah and i wasn't excited to do it wandavision and falcon and the winter soldier and even loki i was so afraid of spoilers yeah Mm. so i would watch them as quick as possible But after WandaVision, I didn't care as much. Like, I got to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I was watching it every week, and I was excited. And then I got to Loki, and I think I got a spoiler about Loki, and I was just like, I don't don't care. I'll watch the episode tomorrow. I think part of it is also, like, with movies and the phases that Marvel does, when you finish something like the movie, a lot of... Minus Infinity War and Endgame, a lot of the time, it is very much finished like there's the door that is about to be opened for like furthering the story but it's very much a finish and you can tell and i feel like with wandavision it ended with her becoming the scarlet witch and like you know fixing this whole thing about to start the redemption arc but it felt like a finish and the way that marvel would do stuff before it was like two movies maybe three if we're if we were so lucky every year or every two years Mm -hmm. And they would space it out. And it would feel fine. 
because it felt like it was a good finish. Yeah. And I feel like, because I also didn't feel as entertained after WandaVision because it was just a finish. Yeah. And it was fine. But then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it didn't feel like a good finish. Loki didn't feel like a good finish. Nothing else felt like a good finish. And then there was still more happening. And I felt finished Mm -hmm. because WandaVision was a good finish. Yeah. So it was just like finished, not finished, not finished, but I'm also finished and I feel fulfilled for right now. Like, they could have spaced things out much better than yeah. they did. Well, because, like, with WandaVision, I, I don't think we're, we're not going to get a season two. No, unfortunately. And I, like, and I and that, I think, I don't think it should get a season two, because I think that's part of the magic of the show, is what it is what it was. Um, Plus, living up to WandaVision, if they had a season two, yeah, living up to season one, bad. would just, no. Yeah. You Especially with what they've already done with the character. Right. Unless they filmed it at the same time. Yeah. Like, like, it was just, like, beautiful. So, I feel like they shouldn't be... I feel like they shouldn't expect a season two to happen. Yeah. You know? They should end it like it's done. And surprise people when there's a new season coming. You know? Either that or something like WandaVision. I feel like they would have needed to already plan out having a second season. Yeah. Because this is part of Wanda's arc and... Now, having had Multiverse of Madness come out, you need your season two to continue that arc again. And it's just not going to work in with what they did to her in Multiverse of Madness. If they had always planned for a season two and then had a Multiverse of Madness and then, you know, had these ideas for Multiverse of Madness and then said, no, 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 we can't have her do that because this is what's happened in season two. Yeah. Or this is what is going to happen. Yeah. And like... That was something that would have needed to be planned out ahead of time. Yeah. Like, that's why Loki could get a season two, because we haven't gotten more Loki since. Yeah. Well, and I think that was the magic of, like, the phases before. Everything was planned out. And Marvel's like, oh, we're not going to have a plan like that again. And I think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a mistake. You sh- If you're going to have a cinematic universe, you need to have your shit together as a cinematic universe. And you should have everything planned out, because that's what it takes. Because DC has their cinematic universe, but they don't they don't care. Like, they don't care about keeping up with it. I think they care more now, and I think what's going to happen is DC is going to start caring more about their cinematic universe, and their cinematic universe is going to be more cohesive than Marvel's is, because I think DC is actually listening and taking from what Marvel is doing and being like, oh, that's not working, people don't like that, let's not do that, you know. Except keeping the same actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, also, Henry Cavill, I love you. <laughs> well, also, DC has made some really bad decisions regarding, like, not filming things, like, stop, like, cease filming on stuff. I think those decisions are going to come back to bite them in the ass. Because I really, like, if you're going to create buzz about something, do it, yeah. you know? Don't create buzz and then cancel it. Because I think everyone's getting really sick and tired of their things that they're looking forward to getting canceled, especially after the pandemic, like when everything was canceled. Like people don't want their stuff to be canceled now. So, because I know like during the pandemic, Netflix canceled a bunch of TV shows and everyone's so frustrated. why couldn't one of those have been Riverdale? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think Netflix Netflix isn't Riverdale. That's CW. But yeah, still. but still. Yeah. But, yeah. No. 
it's so frustrating. I know, I have, okay, <laughs> I have, like, three different TV shows that I was, like, obsessed with. All starting with the word the. <laughs> and they all got cancelled. No. Like, The Society got cancelled after one season. The Order got cancelled after two seasons. The Wilds just got cancelled after two seasons. And that was filling my, filling the hole in my heart where The Society was. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, and I know, I know I'm, there's another show that everyone keeps telling me to watch, but I don't know. Which I don't show? know. I forget what the name is. Oh, Yellow Jackets. Everyone keeps saying, watch Yellow Jackets. And I'm like, okay. But I need to grieve first. But, okay. We're, this episode is so long. Yeah. So we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, and say bye, Heather. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Go watch Puss in Boots. Yes. It's so good. Go you won't watch. regret it. You will not regret it. You literally will not. And if you do regret it, you're weird. Don't talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, and as always, make sure you reach out to us on social media. Join our Reddit community. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.